Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CDL Podcast channel. In today's episode, we are going to be going over some brief news. We did have a couple roster changes. Uh, one that we talked about already got officially announced, and then the big standing news got announced. We also got a couple changes into ranked. There's a new map in ranked play right now. Brock and I are going to discuss our thoughts on that. Treyarch giving a little slight diss to Infinity Ward uh, on Reddit, and then we're going to get back to our pickums. Excited to get back to those. Um, I got the 2-1 lead so far. Uh, in majors on Brock, so I can put him away and officially win the pickums, or Brock can stay alive to try to hit the reverse sweep on me for the season. So I'm sure you guys are rooting for Brock out there so we can keep it intense. But going to be a short and sweet episode today. Talk about that brief news and then dive into pickums uh, as Brock and I are headed to the Minnesota home series this weekend. So that's going to be super fun. Looking forward to getting into that. If you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Drop a follow, drop a five star review on the audio platforms. Uh, and let's get into it. Brock, I noticed today also, before I ask you how you're doing, I noticed that I think this is either episode 29 or 30, somewhere around there for Brock. He's close to like 25 to 30, somewhere in their episode. So Jeez. in the comments, give a shout out to Brock. But Brock, how are you doing today? Oh, doing doing very well on this Monday. Mondays are not bad for me when I go to work. So I got to say, and also really excited for this uh, thing in Madison with the yeah. Minnesota Rocker event happening. It's going to be a fun time. Um, we don't, I mean, at least to my knowledge, no like major Call of Duty event has ever been held in Wisconsin. Um, and if it was, it had to be like ghosts or earlier because like I, if it was like AW on, I would have a hundred percent known about it and gone. Like if I was, if it was like AW and I was a young kid, I would have convinced my parents to somehow pay for me to go. Uh, or mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, to my knowledge there's never been like there's like locals and stuff obviously but there's never been like a, a major event we always talked about like i mean shoot we always talk about if it goes to like chicago we'd be there no doubt because that's pretty close in comparison to what most events are yeah um definitely but now i mean it's in madison it's about an hour and a half ish drive my college roommate lives down in madison so we're gonna meet up with him he's also um pretty big cod fan so we're gonna meet up with him go hang out um got a couple of our other friends coming along it's gonna be a nice big group of us headed down to madison to watch those matches so i'm really looking forward to that because even though it's just regular season matches against some crappy teams it's still land chance is going to be there announcing it's just still fun to go hang out and watch cod 100 percent on a nice excited saturday when it's gonna my... be cold outside anyways <laughs> yeah facts excited to see my boy our cities <laughs> yeah yeah me too i'm excited to see all those boys play uh interested to see if minnesota does announce a roster change they still haven't up to this point despite going zero and six but let's yeah. dive into the roster changes um we we did here we don't have to talk too much about yuli filling in for london because we kind of already talked about that last week but um in between the last two podcasts it was like actually officially announced that he's joining so that'll be a, a nice thing to watch we talked about it last week but like quickly to summarize my thoughts on that i like the move because paul on a sub just wasn't it just not a role that fits him. Yuli could have um, a lot of potential to bring some extra slaying, you know, the young gun, hopefully he could be pretty good. And, you know, London against optic and in general last stage, they showed flashes. So maybe adding a player with a higher ceiling could raise them up to be a little more consistent. Maybe they can fight for like a top eight spot, maybe fight for a top six at the major. I- I'm intrigued by them. I-, I don't think it can get much worse than it was. And they yeah. showed promise. So I'm, I'm excited to see if they can, you know, become a little more competitive in this split here and give themselves at least a, a puncher's chance to stay alive and try to make champs in major five. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They got a long uphill battle. They have to Bessie went out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always rooting for it. Asim, that's for sure. Yeah, I like Asim a lot too. I also like, I don't know, I, I've 
I've grown to be a fan of Nasty. He seems like a pretty quiet player. He's not very vocal on social media or content or anything, but he always like he's just a good, solid player that I feel like just hasn't gotten the best team opportunities so far. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely a good player. And Scraps, I've always been a Scraps fan. He's on the opposite end of that spectrum. He's also always been a pretty outspoken player, good in content, you know, makes a lot of um, stream content himself. So I like watching Scraps play well. I want this London team to do well because I like a lot of the players on the team and I want them to continue having spots in the league going forward. Yeah, 100%. All right. Then the bigger roster news, the one that we didn't get to talk about at all last week because it wasn't done. Standy got bought out by Toronto Ultra. I'm assuming they were maybe trying to find a trade partner and didn't have anybody willing to pay the buyout with kind of the state of esports right now and people maybe trying to save a little money. Um, but Standy got bought out by Ultra and pretty quickly joined Vegas in place of Two Real. Um, definitely was one of the spots that when he was dropped, I was thinking he could potentially go, but mm-hmm. he did kind of mention that he had multiple offers on the table. I would tend to think that maybe Minnesota was one of them to go back there. Yeah, um, potentially like a reunion. Which, like, even if any other team offered him, isn't it wild that, like, somebody would choose the Legion? Or yeah, it's another team, no matter who before. the other team was. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, like, never been a thing. Usually, if it was, like, you know, Legion was your last resort, and if anybody else offered you, you're taking that offer. But oddly enough, Legion are one of the teams that are fighting for a playoff spot that are in the best position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have one of the best of the teams fighting for the A seed. They're, you know, probably in the second best position behind Minnesota, who has the lead. Thoughts on this move? Uh, are they going to improve overall? We'll start with that. Um, I would I would hope so. They improve because Stan is just a better overall player. I think than than mm-hmm. Turil. No offense to Turil though. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I mean, in my opinion, I really really like this move because it's kind of the aches theory. You always have to pack a punch when you can. Mm-hmm. And I've always like it was a controversy. The the thing I always talk about when pack punching and I always think about is World War II with Rise when they won the event with Methods and he won MVP and they dropped him Yeah, <laughs> uh, for Slasher because like at the time, Slasher was one of the best ARs in the game. And you know, overall, in general, Slasher has always been considered a better player than Methods. And that's a knock on Methods because he's also a very good main AR, but Slasher was always considered, you know, the better player. Um, and Rise dropped Methods after winning an MVP of an event and winning an event for slasher and they go on to you know everybody knows they go on to win multiple events with slasher that year i uh, have a very successful year almost three peat and you know we, we kind of know how that story goes for yeah. rise like it was a classic situation of they won the event and the dude they dropped one mvp but they knew there was a better option out there for long term so mm-hmm. they went for it um and i kind of like that theory and it, it's a little different here obviously because vegas isn't coming off an event win but they're coming off their best showing of the year and like you said, Dandy, better player than Turiel. They said, you know what? Even though we just had our best showing, we got to upgrade when we get the chance. Yep. Uh, and that's the reason I like this move. I think that Standy has a higher ceiling, especially slaying wise. I think there's a chance that Standy can be like a superstar SMG that could drop a, a 1.15 um, or a 1.2 or have that series where he drops a 1.4 to carry you through a series. Yep. I feel like before they didn't have one of those. Like TJ. Donnie. Be good. Yeah. TJ can be good. Turio can be good. But now I feel like TJ can more play his dirty work role while Standy kind of, you know, goes around, does the slaying. And then you got Temp and Clay who also have very high upside. Like the team's upside just got a lot higher to me. Like I feel like they can keep up slaying wise with more teams. And I don't think 
Sandy's a downgrade in search either. So I overall think this is going to be a great upgrade. Definitely the Las Vegas Legion are turning the tide. <laughs> yeah, I, this gives me more faith they have a chance to make champs, obviously, unless this throws out the chemistry. But the pro loot to real change didn't seem to throw out the chemistry, so I don't see how this would. And like we talked about, I'd have to go back through the schedule, but I, I believe like the schedule for Vegas is very, very favorable in their online matches. I think I saw like a tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but it did show that like coming up here, Vegas have the easiest schedule based on like power rankings. Um, yeah, they get them. Boston and then so Boston's like their tough match. Then they get London, LAG, Ultra, who is a tough match in Florida, but they get to play Florida, LAG and London, who are the bottom three. Mm-hmm. In the standings and then boston and ultra so like a very realistic chance to go three and two which would be winner's bracket yeah 100 um, so interesting that vegas making a big play yes i at first when they picked up standy i thought it was going to be for tj did you i i just I, thought, I thought like, it... with donnie and tj's friendship it wouldn't yeah i don't know some had me thinking i was for tj and then i was gonna be really sad but then it's not tj yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, would you have, if you were on the team or you were like a GM of the team, would you have picked Two Real to be the guy that, that got dropped? Yeah, no, knowing what I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same because I feel like both Tej and Two Real tend to struggle in response sometimes to Slay consistently. But like, if it comes down to a game five on land and I'm playing a good team and search and destroy, who do I want on my team? Two Real or TJ? Honestly, in a game five, there's not a lot of players I'm choosing over TJ, not even just like the Legion guys. Yeah. TJ's true. a very good search and destroy player. So good. Like, I, there's not a lot of guys I'm choosing in general on any team in the league in a game five over TJ. So mm-hmm. that's like the way I look at it is like, they're both going to give you probably average to below average um, respawn games with the occasional pop off. But TJ's a lot better in search. So I'd keep TJ as well. Yeah. We can talk that about two real quick, though. Thoughts on on his future? Because I feel like after last year, I thought he'd never get another chance in the league because he had a really rough stint on Florida. But like, I think that for his stock, despite the fact that he did get you know moved to the bench or dropped whatever you want to call it, I feel like it didn't mm-hmm. actually hurt his stock that much because I feel like his stock was as low as it could go last year. And then all of a sudden, now this year, he comes in. You know, he doesn't play amazing, but plays pretty solid. And I feel like people have a completely different opinion about him. I, I think his stock actually was helped a lot in this little stint with Vegas. Oh, I 100% his stock was helped. Um, I Probably not this year, but, you know, when I won a Challenger event, just like the Boston Boston Major, those mm-hmm. four people got picked up. Never know. Someone could pick him up next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, when he was picked up this year, I, like, couldn't believe my eyes that he was picked up, and I had really, like, kind of negative thoughts about him. But now, like, after he gets picked up, uh, or after he gets dropped now, like next year, if he gets signed to a team, I'm probably still not going to like absolutely love it because I don't know that he's like an amazing player, but I'm not going to be like baffled. I'd be like, yeah, he showed some good promise on that mm-hmm. Vegas team. I can see if he gets in the right team. Like, I'm not going to be shocked. So shout out to Duriel because I do think his future is much brighter than I would have thought. If you told yep. me after a, a major or two, he's going to get dropped or benched, I would have thought, ooh, he had another rough stint and he's done in the CDL. But actually, somehow, despite the fact getting benched, he did improve his stock. Yeah, he did. Maybe he could just... He was good to get picked up as a sub for a team, too. Yeah, and also, like, if expansion ever happens, who knows if it ever will? Like, when, if it's by four teams, like you would expect, if it goes to 16, I'm sure 
one of those four expansion teams would not mind adding him as a, a foundational sub to start their team because he is a, a solid player. Yeah, he's one of the top challenger players. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of Sandy, he got into it on Twitter um, with Scrappy. Sure, most of you guys that are watching this saw that. I'm going to find the little thread here. Um, I'll just go to Scrappy's page and go through that thread a little bit. It was a, a funny Scrappy, one. Scrappy um, do. You know, Scrappy's always going at people. Um, oh, I think the tweets might have gotten deleted. I got to go they? back. I got a screenshot of like part of it. Um, but I think they might have gotten deleted. No. See, does Standy have them up? There's like a screenshot of part of the conversation. Um, trying to see if Standy still has them up or not. Oh boy. He might have deleted them too. Yep, they're gone. Unfortunately, I can't read the whole conversation, but I can read the part of the screenshot that was there. Um, it's basically like Ultra posted their like vision type series. I don't know what it is or the process. I can't remember what theirs is called. Um, and I guess maybe it was like, yeah, I think you're right. But I haven't watched it yet. I haven't had a chance. Um, but it sounds like maybe Standy was getting cooked for something in practice. And he basically commented, like, taking notes. My bad for wanting to try an S&D practice. Um, and then Scrappy took a, a screenshot of a play. I can't really tell much from the play because I don't know what he's referencing. But, like, it's basically a screenshot of the minimap. And I don't know which number Standy is. So it's, it's a little tough to tell. but. Um, Standy replies and said, I made a bad play and I held myself accountable, man. I just wanted us to try that one day. And then Scrappy basically said, I don't care anymore. Everything you say is to make you look like the good person this whole time you got dropped because you were the most selfish player, not because I have a good connection with Charlie. Um, yeah, Scrappy pretty upset, got upset at Standy. I, I remember the conversation going on a little bit before they deleted it. Um, mm-hmm. where Scrappy was saying, like, we literally were up 100 on Florida on a map. And you lagged out and you were, or we lagged out and you're like, I'm glad that map ended because I was getting destroyed or something. Like basically trying to make Standy out to a selfish player. And he, he said like, dude, I was joking. Just trying to lighten the mood in that situation. Yeah. So like, seems like maybe a little bit of misunderstanding and just some general bad blood where they're upset with each other. And we know Scrap's got the passion. He's not scared to go at someone. Definitely. Um, so those two going at it, it'll be interesting to see a matchup because they do match up. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's this weekend, but later on in the qualifiers here, we do get an ultra verse Legion matchup. So very interested to see how that goes. Yeah. April 14th. Yeah. So a little later, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good one. There'll be some screaming. I wish it was on land so we could see them yell at each other, but oh, I, I hope they play on land. That would, I mean, you never know. Yeah. I could see like Vegas getting like a seven seed and ultra getting like a two seed for the land. Yeah. I want to see some body shots. The, oh, the there, definitely would be. there definitely would be. Um, Two more things again to do before we do pickums. First, the Himmel Hat Expo or whatever it's called, just I just call it Expo, is in ranked play for S and D and control. Um, I think we're probably pretty in line with each other on this one. Um, it's interesting, it's I guess, there. is a word you could use for it. Um, S and D on it. I guess I'd rather play just because I I just like S and D in general a little more. Like I'd rather play S and D than control, but it's not very good. Um and control it's pretty awful. The yeah. one thing I'd say is like, is it as bad as Fortress? I don't know. They both are just so bad that it's not even worth comparing them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
But I will say the fact that we're not saying it's a shoe-in replacement for Fortress Control should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. It also sucks because almost anything could be better than Fortress. Um, I'm not going to like sit here and say like Fortress has to stay, but like would someone understand if they keep it as bad as that sounds and how much I've complained about it? Cause like Expo really sucks. It's just like too big and like confusing. It's just like, it's just not a good competitive app. It's way too big. Yeah. It's way too big. And what, what B control There's like 26,000 doors you have to look through. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know where to look. (laughs) And like, if you're running up, like, let's say like you run up to a, and like you said, let's say on control, you send like, 2A, 2B, just like a standard split. You send 2A, 2B. If the two guys on B die, it's an insta cap because you cannot run over from A to there because it's so far away. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally a guaranteed cap. It, it, the, the points are just too spread. The map's too big. It's just not very good. Yeah, it's like S&D, a... I guess you can make a little bit more out of it because SD is just easier in general for maps to work on. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah. ground war map. <laughs> yeah, big. but... S&D in general is just easier to make work because more maps will work for it. But yeah, I just it's it definitely shouldn't replace anything in S&D because I don't think there's any S&D maps that are absolutely horrendous. I mean, Fortress S&D is pretty bad, but Fortress Control is definitely the biggest problem mode right now. Mm-hmm. So that, I guess, it could replace. But yeah, overall, just not, not a great map. Yeah, um, not a great map, but I, it's, yeah. I, I like to see that they added it just to see how it like, would play. Yeah, I, I appreciate the effort, but uh, better luck next time. <laughs> Yeah, new map, please. <laughs> Just give me some old MW2 maps, MW3. Give me some ghost maps. Give me strike zone. Um, give me something like that. Something. <laughs> All right. Then our last piece of news, Treyarch. Sure, you and I were talking about this before the podcast, but uh don't know if you guys saw their response to a Reddit post. Um, I don't know if they were doing like an ask me anything or just like in general responding to stuff on Reddit. Not exactly sure what it was, but... Um, somebody on their Reddit said, please add Deddy, uh, meaning Dead Silence, as a perk. And Treyarch responded and said, just to set expectations for this kind of request and others like it, we're ultimately not responsible for core gameplay mechanics in Modern Warfare 2. This kind of feedback is better shared with Infinity Ward for multiplayer. Um, so basically, it sounds like they're saying, like, yeah, we kind of know Infinity Ward is stupid, but we can't do anything about it. Like, um, Yeah. You know, they're responsible for these core gameplay mechanics, so you got to ask them. Treyarch is probably sitting there thinking, like, yeah, no kidding. We would definitely have Deddy as a perk um, if we were making the game, because Treyarch is by far the best developer. If you want to argue against that, argue with a wall, because the last good title that Infinity Ward made is probably what? Ghost, and even that isn't the greatest game. Maybe IW if you want to argue, mm-hmm. it, but kind of jetpacks and um, Sledgehammer's only games they made are AW, World War II, and Vanguard. So Treyarch oh. is by far the best developer there is. I mean, all the Black Ops games are pretty much incredible. Yeah. So Treyarch, definitely the best developer, kind of roasted Infinity Ward there. I thought that was kind of funny. And I, I did see the Ghost of Hope say something about like Black Ops 2024 or whatever is going to like blow your mind. It's going to be such a good game. So excited for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, uh, sick against Shantor with 99 awareness E Shoundy Q on. <laughs> yeah. Just so loud. Like just th- this game still i mean it's not the greatest game but like that goes for almost any cod ever like if there's overly loud footsteps like there are in this game like if you just add dead sounds as a perk it would make the game 10 times better 100 mm-hmm. like, percent. you're playing against a guy who just may not have the best awareness but he instantly does because he can just hear you like 
spawns are extremely hard to read in this game, but they're not that hard to read when like somebody spawns behind you and you just hear him clopping. And you're like, oh well, there he is. He's behind us. Like you can just know where people are based on sound. I've always, I agree. I couldn't agree with Slasher more on this. I've always thought like sound cues are the dumbest thing. I was the like absolute biggest hater in you know I gas Treyarch, but I'm gonna roast him here. I was the biggest hater of like the grunt when you mantled in Cold War. Mm-hmm. I thought that was remember like I always remember on check uh, on checkmate when people like in search and destroy jumped up in the plane and they made like the loud grunting noise and then you always knew where they were. I hated that. I thought it was so dumb. I just have always yeah. thought sound cues are just a bad bailout. Like I guess maybe like when you pull out a nade, sure it can make a noise. Obviously when you shoot, but like people just like grunting or like you can hear their footsteps loud and clear. I think is so dumb. Yeah, I just need daddy. <laughs> it just it just makes the game way more competitive too. Yeah. All right, you ready for pickums? Yes. Okay, so we've got our pickums ready to go. Um, <clears throat> back to the normal schedule. As an update on the point standing, so we had a weird point system um, for major one. Didn't end up mattering though. I, I ended up winning um that one so i was up one nothing then in major two i had by far the best um score that either of us have had and it hasn't really been close to being matched by either of us since um i don't know what i was on there in major two but i was on fire in my picks um basically the way we do it for those of you that are just tuning in is um we pick the match pick the map count um and then put a amount of points on it so we can either put one point on it or two points on it or we get one match a week that we can put four points on if you get it right you get that amount of points that you wagered on it and then if you get the map count right that's a bonus point if you get it wrong you just get um minus however many points you put on it so we go through like that uh the first major i won second major i won that was where i had 22 points over the three weeks um Mm -hmm. then in major three brock you set the second place record with 10 Beat me 10 to 3 for your little comeback trail to start. So now you're down 2 1. Only five majors in the year. So you've got you to hit the reverse sweep on me. All I have to do is just close out one major. Um, so let's dive I've been, into it. I've been down before. Technically, I would, I would say, does that mean I get to have like the veto for the four point this week? Technically, since you're kind of the defending champ. Yeah. I think that's how it would probably work. And you also did, I believe, yeah, you won the last week as well of major three on top of also winning the whole stage as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's dive into it. First day of matches Friday, Boston versus Vegas. A lot of good matches this week. This is one of those that it's intriguing because you get to see a Boston team coming off a nice fourth place finish in a a new look Vegas. New look hungry Vegas ninth place in the standings. Need a lot of wins to get one versus Boston would be massive because then they get to play the three bottom teams after having one win, they just would have to go two and one against the bottom three teams in order yeah. to make winner's bracket guaranteed. That'd be a good win versus Boston. I will. Three to two. Las Vegas. You're I'll going Vegas. Two points. All right. Um, so you got Vegas. Three, two. I want to like go bold um as much as possible in this i don't know why i was like feeling bold today for my picks um i really feel like i should probably go opposite of you because this is probably a good opportunity to make uh, points because i would say boston's probably the favorite in this series yeah but there is also something about always like when a, a team has a new roster and they haven't played yet it always seems like that first match they do come out really strong 
Um, especially in a situation where like they're playing a team like Boston, who isn't like the most dominant team. It's not like they're playing like phase or something right away. They're just hitting a buzzsaw. So I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna do the same map count. I'm only gonna put one point though. I'm gonna say Vegas get a, a three two. Only putting one point on it, but I, I do wanna keep my faith in Vegas. Last time we saw Standy's debut uh, in the CDL for a new team. Uh, that was Minnesota and remember he smoked optic in mm-hmm. Cold War. Um he brings some of that magic again. He comes out motivated and hasn't lost a step. Hopefully, he's been grinding. Oh, he's been grinding. I'm sure. it's like, I think he's like top twenty. Yeah, or so in the ring. <laughs> yeah, um, London versus LAT Brock is the second match. Another case of a, a new player get to see his first match. This one being his first match in the CDL, not just first match uh, with London. Yuli versus the LAT boys, man. LAT is so hard to predict. <laughs> Screw it. 3-2, yeah. London. Damn you. I really want to pick London in this series as well. With the unknown commodity. Thieves kind of, you know, they out like to troll online. I know. Probably against a London team, they might come out a little flat. You go in London, what, 3-2 you said? Yeah, 3-2. I'll put just a 1.2, I guess. Okay. I think I'm going to go opposite of you this time. Even though I really wanted to pick London... Um, I won't go too bold, although I definitely can see London winning. I'm going <clears> to <throat> say LAT win at 3-1. I'm just going to put one on it as well. Um, damn, I really like the London pick, though, because I was kind of thinking, like, Yuli, he's going to come out the fire. Maybe he has a big series. Um, LAT, for the the top teams, or, like, the teams that we consider to be our, our top teams and good teams, like, they're probably the best team to play in a debut. Yeah. You know, they tend to tend to you know maybe not care as much online maybe like they have said and admitted they need a little extra motivation to play online matches it's not the worst team to start out against um in terms of top teams maybe they aren't going to be fully locked in so not a bad way to start if you're yuli but i will go lata 3-1 i do think they're the clear better team it's just a matter of if they can get up for this match or not because i'll agree with you i think london has a very good chance to pull off an upset here yeah also, also, LAT's, LAT's probably thinking oh, to London. Yeah, exactly. They might be overlooking because I don't remember who they play. Yeah, they play Seattle in their second match. So obviously the team that you probably consider to be stronger. So they might be overlooking, thinking about how they got to play Pred the next day. Yeah. <clears throat> they might overlook that boy, Yuli. We'll see. Just have to wait and see. All right. Then we got uh, what used to be a matchup of like our number one and two teams, but maybe not so much anymore with the way NYSLs look lately. Um, we got Atlanta versus NYSL. And is this one of the wager matches? I don't remember. Oh, no, it's not. The wager matches don't start until um, April 7th. Not one of the wager matches. There's no wager match this week at all. But we've got FaZe versus Subliners. Pretty darn good match. You think Subliners bounce back, or are you rocking with Atlanta? Atlanta, FaZe. 3-1. to one. I'll put two points. Okay. Um, Atlanta 3-1, two points. I hate to say it, but I'm going to agree with you again. I'm doing the exact same thing you just did. Atlanta 3-1, two points. They're just so so consistently good. I say it every time. I almost never pick against them because why would you? They win 80% or more of their matches every year. Yeah. I mean, basic math tells you pick Atlanta every time you're going to come out ahead. Yeah. Also, yeah, NYSL kind of in shambles right now. Hard to have faith in them with the way they've looked since Major 1. 
struggling. Maybe they need a little break from the game, go play some Val for a, a day or two, and then regroup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I like him to them. maybe... Yeah, I have no idea. I think I like him to maybe take a respawn, though. Map two or three. Or, excuse me, um, map one or three. Yeah, they ain't taking a search. <laughs> no, they're not taking a search. I, I'd like him to maybe... I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they came out and took the opening hard point. Yeah. Um, because... You know, Atlanta isn't the best hardpoint team for whatever reason. Shockingly, they don't close out a ton of their hardpoints. So, like, I can see a world where this goes game five, too, if it's like a, a Nezlo from phase. I could mm-hmm. see New York taking them out in two hardpoints because, regardless of how they're playing, New York still does have very high upside in, um, in respawns. Yeah, so got talented players, just not working at the moment. Yeah, and I, I also wouldn't be shocked if New York flips a switch and all of a sudden they're top three team again. I wouldn't be shocked by that. Yeah. Um, moving on to Saturday. A day both of us are excited for because, like we mentioned earlier, we'll be there in attendance for both of those Minnesota matches in Wisconsin here. Um, so I'm excited for that. I feel like I almost have to pick Minnesota since I'll, I'll be in attendance at their home. Minnesota versus Florida. On land, chance announcing in the venue. We'll be there. Um, maybe cheering for Minnesota. I don't know if you'll be cheering for Minnesota in that second match. Um, oh, definitely not in the second first match. match. Will be. <laughs> if Dave Patty was playing, you might be cheering against them both matches. Um, but we've got Minnesota versus Florida. Are you going to go with the hometown team or I guess the home region team we're going to watch? Minnesota uh, or are you taking Florida? I'll go with Minnesota. I'll go with Minnesota. 3 0. 3 0. A hot 3 0. You think they're actually going to win? Uh, I guess, you know, Florida's not the greatest map one team either. But what you put on that? 1 2. Four? I'll put one. I'll put one. <laughs> you know what? I said I wanted to go. Uh, um, want to go Minnesota because they're the home squad. But I might go opposite of you for the fun of it and pick Florida in a three to one fashion. I think Florida is going to take maps one, two, and four. I think Minnesota gets the control. Only going to put one point on it. As much as I don't want to pick against the hometown team, I want to make us have some opposite picks. And I, I when I did initially see this matchup before, I remembered it was going to be on land and I was going to be there wanting to cheer for Minnesota. Uh, I initially thought Florida. So going with my gut, taking Florida, and let's move it on to Boston versus Toronto. Pretty darn good matchup. Um, rematch of what we saw on land where Toronto kind of smoked him, if I remember correctly, at the major. Yes. To send him to losers. Yeah. Beans yeah, so. scrappy. Yeah, rematch of that. Think uh, Boston get their revenge? You think Toronto's going to handle them again? I think Toronto will be okay and win the series three, three to two actually. Black Toronto three two. Okay, yeah, I'll put two points. I'm actually going to agree with you on the team, but I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say Toronto gets a three zero. I really liked what I saw. I'm going to put two points in Toronto because I do have faith in them winning, but. I really liked what I saw out of Toronto when they played Boston at the major. I really thought they looked like they were just outclassing them. And that could be different online, you know, in the whole environment. But I really like what I saw of this Toronto team. And I do feel like they're very good at hard point and they're very mm-hmm. good at control. I feel like they're going to get up 1 0. And then if they do close out that search and destroy, I think they have a pretty good chance then to close out because they're arguably the best control team or one of the best control teams in the game. I'm just scared of the SD. I can definitely see this being like a 3 1 where Boston's able to take the search and then. Toronto closes them out with three respawn victories, but I'm going to go bold and say Toronto takes a search and then closes it out 3-0. Yeah, and they get the Bell Fiber. Bell Fiber's back. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, Brock. 
your boys. You'll be in attendance to watch your boys. LAG. Oh man, take on Minnesota. Gonna go with the hometown or the the home uh, the home team in that event there in Minnesota. Or are you gonna take your LAG boys? I'll take LAG all the way. Three zero. Three zero. You gonna put the four points on it just I'll, so you can be there? I'll put, I'll put the four. Yeah. I'll just all right. Do it. <laughs> we're gonna add up at the end of the year. We're gonna add up the tally of the amount of points you lost on LAG. I never lost. I'm gonna take Minnesota. Three two. Not gonna be as bold. I'm only gonna put one on it. I don't believe in them that much. But Minnesota three two. Um, I can't pick against them twice when I'm going there to watch them. Um, since they <laughs> came to Wisconsin, I gotta respect it. Since they're pulling up to our our homeland, mm-hmm. I gotta respect it that they came here. Taking them three two, putting one point on it. But I knew you were gonna take LAG and put a ton on them. I gotta. You got the LAG clothes ready on deck. No, literally, I don't got no LAG clothes, unfortunately. Like, you should, like, find a way to, like, that one dude did where he showed up in the standard CDL operator. I think you should find a way to get, like, the LAG <laughs> operator, and you should show up in it. <laughs> I'll, 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 wear a, I'll wear a white plain t-shirt right, with RCDs on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it. Just screen print RCDs onto a, a shirt. Literally. I have to I'd do that. Love to see it. <laughs> All right, Brock, LAT Seattle, final match of the day. Arguably, maybe the best match of this weekend. It's up there. It's one of the ones I'm really looking forward to. Um, it could be a very good match or a stinker. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of faith in Seattle, though. I'm going to say Seattle wins this 3-1. I don't know what map they drop, but I think they drop one. And I'm putting two points on it. I feel pretty good. I've always had a lot of faith in Seattle because I have a lot of faith in Sib and Pred. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Seattle 3-1, putting two on it. Um, I have a feeling you're probably going the same way. Uh, I'll pick LAT here. Oh, okay. I'm I'm surprised. I thought you would go Seattle here. You got a reason for that? I'm just thinking they're they're gonna lose against London, so I don't think they're gonna go in two. That's fair. I'll, I'll pick. I'll just three one, three to one, two. So like opposite of you. All right, that'll be a, a swing series for us because one of us is gonna have to lose two points. Oh, yeah. That moves us on to Sunday. We've got the typical one of the teams that plays last and Saturday gets the first match on Sunday. I don't know why they do it, but they always do. That team is Seattle. Um, Seattle, I'm definitely going to be watching um, both Seattle matches very intently. Um, I'm interested to see how they do the Seattle match on that second day. I forgot to mention that. Like, So Minnesota plays Florida, and then there's a break in between where Boston and Toronto play, and then Minnesota plays LAG. I'm assuming they're going to like throw on the, the screen at the, the venue we're going to be at. They're going to throw on that Boston versus Toronto match. Um, yeah. in between while you're waiting on the LAG versus Minnesota match to start. But then I'm interested to see how they do LAT versus Seattle. I wonder how long they have the venue rented out. I wonder if we just get kicked out after the Minnesota match or if they're going to throw on the LAT versus Seattle match in there for everybody to just like watch. Um, Maybe, yeah. I don't yeah, know I'm very interested to see. Um, either way, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, going to be there, get to see one of my good friends, my roommate from college. So like, either way, I'm sure we'll go out, grab a nice dinner or something after. or We'll stay to watch the match if it's on, but I'm interested to see how they do that in the venue. Yeah, definitely. It's not like the match is happening right there where normally, obviously, it'd still be on. Yeah. This is just the Minnesota matches, so I'm excited that they have a couple matches, and I'm excited to watch Boston-Toronto in the venue. Kind of fun to watch with a bunch of other people. Good atmosphere in there. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. Now we can move on to Sunday. Toronto versus Seattle. can make an argument. This is also the match of the weekend, one I'm very excited to watch. You think the defending champs um, get it done, or... I think Seattle gets their revenge because they thought that Toronto took their spot um, in finals 
after phase, you know, shotguns, pred, bottom <laughs> orange, moves on. Pred, pred still in nightmares to this day. <laughs> yeah. Seattle didn't get to get their uh, hands on Toronto there. You think they get their hands on and beat him here? Or you think Toronto defends their, their championship and goes 2-0 this weekend? I think Seattle's going to take it 3-2 to two in a game five. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle three two in a game five. That you know you never would have thought you would be saying that just a short time ago. Seattle winning a game five. I put one point. Yeah, you know I'm a Seattle guy. I gotta pick Seattle. I'll also go three two. And I'll put two points on it. Screw it. Let's make it interesting. Let's add a little more points on it. Um I just the fact that two of us pick Seattle um to win a game <laughs> five uh means they're winning minimum one search in the series is shocking because remember just a short month ago, they were the team that quite literally couldn't win a search. Yeah. But, but overall, last stage looked pretty good. Yeah, Lamar's coming to defeat this major four. Think so? <laughs> Think he's going to drop a one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 1.04. <laughs> it's all in good fun with Lamar. We, we're probably the biggest Lamar supporters of like anybody that makes content around the CDL. Yeah, it's just like a, a trend to hate on Lamar like- and say how bad he is. What do you like to troll? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a trend to just say how bad Lamar is, but um, I think both of us probably have a stronger opinion and support of Lamar than almost any other mm-hmm. creators in the scene. We'll we'll hit up Lamar. Let's get Lamar on the podcast. Let's talk to him a little bit as his, his only yeah. supporters in the content game. Let's get Lamar on. <laughs> yeah, come on, Lamar. <laughs> Lamar, free invitation to join at any time. All right. London versus Optic. Seems like it should be a, a shoe-in match, but we watched these teams play in losers round one at the major, and London probably should have won that series with a roster that we probably believe is worse than their current one. London should have mm-hmm. won 3-1, to be honest. They were up like 100 points in that Mercado and then choked that away. And then they should have won Matt 5. They were up 3-0, and they were three quick rounds, if I remember correctly. They were kind of dominating those three rounds. They weren't like close 1v1s. London was rolling them. Yeah. Um, should have won 3-1 and then definitely should have also won 3-2 so maybe a little more interesting than you'd think and London makes a, a roster improvement you think that roster changes enough to propel them and close out the series this time or you think Optic gets done mm, Optic's gonna win 3-1 yeah talent, talent diff so lucky <laughs> yeah you said 3-1 yeah 3-1 Optic and then I'll I'll just do I'll do two points actually Texas, 3-1, two points. Yeah, I agree with you on the team. I, I just think Optic's hard to pick against because, once again, they're a team that generally wins a majority of their matches um, over the course of the entire CDL era. Mm-hmm. They tend yeah. to win more matches than they lose. For that reason, I'm also going to go Optic. I'm going to say 3-2, though. I think we get another Game 5, putting two points on this one as well. But I think we get another Game 5, and I think... London makes it very interesting. I think Yuli has a nice debut series, but it's just not enough to put them over the edge. And Optic gets the win 3-2. Yep. Then we go to Florida versus Atlanta. Jeez. Um, could be a blowout, but Florida's scrappy. They could make it interesting, right? Did, didn't they play a, a glass major call for that? I'm pretty sure they got freaking smoked. Yeah, I think you're right. In like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it was like one of Capsule's first matches. I think so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to see if I could bait you into picking Florida. I'm definitely picking Atlanta 3-0, and this is where my four points are going. Uh, I'll, I'll also pick Atlanta. <laughs> you taking them 3-0? I'll give a, I'll give a one. I'll give uh, 
Felony, Tyler Felony, Fellow <sighs> One, and Brack. Putting two on it, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of trying to like say like, yeah, I'll give him one, but I didn't pick any other three O's besides one. And you know, there's always at least a, a few three O's. I always say it. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, would I take Atlanta or Florida in almost any hard point? Yeah, I'll take Atlanta. And then I was like, search and destroy. I take Atlanta over anyone. And I was like, control. They tend to be amazing at that. I'll take them at that. And I was like, really? I can only see Florida winning a hard point. And you know, if it's coming down to, am I picking Brack, Fellow, um, Havoc. Why am I blanking? Havoc and uh, Capsidal, or am I picking Simp, BC, Cellium, and Slasher to win a hard point? You know, I'll take I'll take the latter. I'll take Phase. Um, yeah, so just... that's why I went three zero. But I think there's a world where Florida like sneaks out a search, maybe, or maybe the hard point of Phase comes out a little slow, like they tend to tend to do sometimes. Yeah, maybe, and that's me just being generous and trying to find a way to give them a map. Yeah, maybe they did control. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you're picking them to win a map against FaZe. It's basically a long shot for any of the maps. Yeah. Well, you never know. Never know. We'll have to get into it and see it. But I don't know. You got anything else? I mean, we're we're a little shorter on time. There's one thing in the sports world I think we can talk about. Um, I saw Jacob Hale tweeting about it because I guess he's a Ravens fan. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure he's from the UK. I could be so wrong, but he always talks about how he loves EU teams. I think he's from the UK. Um, I'm not sure that I could be lying, like I said, but I I guess he's a, a Ravens fan. He was tweeting about how sad he was, but that boy Lamar. Um, apparently, he requested a trade from the Ravens on March 2nd. He's ready to leave. You're a Falcons fan. I'm a Colts fan. Based on odds, looks like the Falcons are, are number two in odds to get him. The Colts are number one. Uh, I want Lamar so bad. It'd be so fun to watch. He's so good. Just the Ravens never gave him. The not weapons. only so good, but he's so fun. Like he, he mm-hmm. is like one of the most electrifying athletes to watch. So fun to watch. There's the the way that he can run and also obviously for whatever reason people like to hate on him, but he's a very good quarterback. But also like the place he can make with his legs are electrifying. Mm-hmm. And he's he's brought, you know. The Raven teams weren't the best offensively, and he's, you know, turned him into a playoff team like almost every year. I mean, every year he plays, they're a double digit win team. Yeah. So yeah, Lamar, crazy in the sports world. Also, March Madness has been crazy. The Final Four is one that nobody would have predicted. Literally. The highest seed left is a, a four-seed UConn. Mm-hmm. They play a five-seed Miami. Then the other side is a, a five-seed SDSU versus um, nine-seed Florida Atlantic. Three yeah. teams that have never won um, a men's basketball championship. And then UConn, who has done it multiple times. But crazy Final Four. Excited to watch that as well. I think those uh, three teams, not UConn, but those three had never made a Final Four, so good for them. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's not like it's like, like especially Miami, like they they like when we were real young kids, they were like always like a great football team, mm-hmm. and they've like always been pretty good at football. But I never really thought about them as like a basketball team. Like I, I don't really remember too much of my lifetime Miami ever being good. I remember San Diego State like a little bit here and there because like they've been around, like yeah in the tournament for a while, but they haven't really won any games. And then obviously Florida Atlantic. Um, I honestly don't know if I ever remember watching them in the tournament. I can't even, I can't remember though. Like I don't know. I don't know. I they... go to college there. I can never remember if it's that or like Florida international or something. I can never remember where he went to college. That's like what I always think of. No, he went to Florida international. Okay. never mind. I was going to say, yeah. is that like the, the place that T Y Hilton went? But it's not. He went to Florida International, not Florida Atlantic. So never mind. I don't have any 
ties to want to cheer for them there because I'm a T.Y. Hilton <laughs> stand, but he did not go there. I had the, the college mixed up. But yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to watch March Madness. Maybe we'll catch some games on Saturday when we're in Madison. Yeah, honestly, whoever wins, wins. I don't really have a preference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's not like Wisconsin's there, but they are in the NIT Final Four, Brock. I don't care what the NIT. <laughs> Uh, Wisconsin, the they, they need a new coach, new style of play. This play is so boring. And Instead of the 1940s basketball. Yeah, I'm so sick of that. Nice. Yeah, Wisconsin's they, goal is to beat you 35-33 to 33 every game. Yeah, Harden those defense will not follow you, but, you know, 30 Wait till there's two seconds on the shot clock to shoot. Yeah. That's so I letter. swear if the Badgers had it their way, there would be no shot clock. They'd just have three-minute possessions. Literally. Like you see in high games here. They're the NIT. And I teen up to the actual tournament. Yeah, that would be the most Wisconsin thing ever, though. People had some expectations for them coming into the season, and not only did they not make the tournament, then they just randomly win the NIT out yeah. of nowhere. That'd be that just <laughs> icy on yeah. the cake. Yeah, that's that'll be an interesting one. But I got nothing else. If you're ready to wrap it up and get the people out of here, yeah, I got nothing else either. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching on the audio platforms, drop a follow, drop a five-star review. We appreciate the support. We're excited to go down to Madison. We can tell you how the crowd is down on that home series and see if maybe other teams in the future can do something like it if it's successful. Typically, whatever the Rock or do has been pretty successful. They built a nice fan base, so I'm expecting it to be a great atmosphere and a great event. Looking forward to going down. Like I said, if you guys enjoy this one on YouTube, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you next week with reactions to the matches and then more predictions for week two. See you guys in the next one.